At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every basket, every game, every point, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a three-pointer at the buzzer to tie the game or a player that goes two for two at the foul line. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only. Must be present in Virginia. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. The Adam Shine Podcast. Episode 91 of the Adam Shine Podcast. And what a week we've had. Radio Row doing Shine On Sports in lovely Los Angeles, California. And the quality of guests, the incredible conversation, just amazing. So we're going to give you some of the outstanding interviews that we did this week as part of the podcast. Chris Berman, Justin Herbert, Max Crosby, Marshall Falk, Chris Carter, we had a who's who on Radio Row here getting you set for the Super Bowl. The weather, incredible in L.A. Food, amazing. The chicken parm at Dantana's. We saw Al Pacino. That was unreal. Went to Craig's with Christopher Mandog Russo. Table of eight. Sat next to Nathan Lane. Uh, I mean, it doesn't get much better than that. My guy, Matt Felder, giving me all the big L.A. dinner recommendations. That that was tremendous. So, look, the food was tasty. The radio was tasty. This Super Bowl is going to be tasty as well. So the official prediction, I'm going to go 34-27. to Great game, one-score game. Rams win, Rams cover. Matthew Stafford, the MVP. Take the over on the points, and it's going to be an absolutely incredible Super Bowl. Legendary ESPN broadcaster Chris Berman joins us on the Adam Shine podcast right after this. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every goal, every game, every point, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a game-winning goal in the final seconds of overtime or a shot on the goal in the first period. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only. Must be present in Virginia. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. When it comes to listing your home for sale, everyone and their mom has advice. Oh, honey, who's going to want to buy this place on a cul-de-sac? It's literally a dead end. But for professional advice, a REMAX agent actually knows best. Let's start with a neighborhood analysis. I've been seeing lots of buyers looking to move here. REMAX is the most trusted name in real estate. Visit REMAX.com or download the REMAX app to find the right agent. The right agent can lead the way. Based on 2022 BrandSpark American Trust Study. Each office independently owned and operated. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. 
And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Hey everyone, Jen Piacenti here, host of Sticks and Stacks, the podcast that brings you the very best action from the world of hockey and baseball. Each week, myself, Sean Drotar, and Nate Lundy will bring you our best picks and talk you through the props, bets, and fantasy advice that can help you become the best fantasy manager in your league or even just help you win some money. Subscribe today wherever you get your podcasts or listen on the SXM app, free for most subscribers. I, as you know, am a gigantic Chris Berman fan, and it is just absolutely incredible to have the legendary Chris Berman with us here on Shine On Sports. Boomer, welcome to the show, my friend. How are you? Adam, happy Super Bowl. I, legendary means I'm old, but I, I'll take it the right way. And uh, you're, I've, I've enjoyed your show more than you know. You, 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 you're a big football fan, and it shows, and you know what you're talking about, and Yes, see, so I'm a closet listener. So nice to be with you. Oh, well, that makes my day, Chris, and that means the world, and I really appreciate that. And listen, before we talk Super Bowl and, you know, talk about everything going on in the upcoming game, which is going to be tremendous, the day after the Super Bowl, Super Monday, historically the biggest diet decision day for men as they look towards spring and summer and set their sights on weight loss and overall health. And I know that you recently celebrated a 46-pound weight loss on Nutrisystem for men. Nutrisystem recently introduced an all-new high-protein pro sink shake designed to help burn fat, improve lean muscle mass, and control hunger for up to three hours. So tell us what you're doing, Chris, with our good friends over at Nutrisystem. Well, thanks for asking. I'm proud of it. Um, I, look, Adam, it, none of us want to be nose tackles for the rest of our life, right? So um, uh, now I'm, I'm far from a punt returner. Let, I mean, let's and nor will I was I ever or will I ever be. But um, I two years ago, right around this time, to be honest with you, um, I was going to be turning 65, which was May two years ago, May 10th. And I went, you know, you got to lose 35 pounds. This is enough already. And uh, and Nutrisystem was the main ingredient. I don't know if that's the right word, but but you know, you you exercise, you do your things, you you it changes the way you think. And the food, I did it in 08, 09, and you know, then put not all back, but more than I wanted over 10, 12 years over life. And the food is much better tasting. It's more filling. It it it, it sounds like a classic commercial, but I actually was pleasantly surprised. Because I didn't know, ooh, is they really going to help me that? Yeah, they are. So I did lose 35 by May 10th um, in, in 2020. And this past year, um, I took off another 10 or 12. You know, it's oh, wow. to 46. And, and um, you have more energy. Look, Adam, I'm almost 67. So energy, we need it, right? We need it anyway. But um, Oh, yeah. And, and, and I'm... And I'm I have really nice sport coats of 10, 12 years ago. I can put them on again. <laughs> Think of all the money I'm saving, you know, but, you know, at, at, at the, at the, to buy jackets and stuff. So, I mean, I'm laughing. It works. And, you know, after the Super Bowl where everyone's going to eat and, and, and drink or whatever they do, you know, we do as much as you want, et cetera. 
Why not? It's still winter, you know, which means something in a lot of places where you and I are from. Um, why not? Uh, why not give it a go? It actually worked for me. This isn't just. Uh, I mean, you could see it. So, um, so why not? And and I'm 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 happy to talk about it. And, and again, happy to put on those jackets. <laughs> oh yeah, listen. As long as you got those classic sport jackets that still fit, I mean that's that's as good as it gets. And I'm glad that you lost the weight and you're feeling great. And listen, I I am so excited. You know, a couple days away from from the Super Bowl. And listen, Chris, the fact that we have a Super Bowl back in Los Angeles, I just think this is so great for the sport. There's great buzz, great energy. Weather is fantastic. Big event city. How great is it to have the Super Bowl back in L.A. and the Rams playing in that quote-unquote home Super Bowl? Well, first of all, I've not been in, Adam, the new stadium because, you know, most of my shows are, well, obviously we've had COVID anyway. So um, I'm anxious to see it. I mean, what a palace that's going to be, if you will, for any Super Bowl, let alone the Rams being in it. Um, You know, 54 years, we didn't have a home team in the Super Bowl. Now we got two. Some of my best, and I've covered, somebody told me, you know, this is your 40th. And I went, oh, my God. Uh, Wow. Uh, But but some of my biggest smiles on just the week and the venue, and it's not so much, hey, parties, and I was 30 years ago, and that's nothing to do with it. The games that were in the Rose Bowl, a couple of them, it's like, ooh, and I know that that's L.A., right? I mean, ooh, you know, the Giants with you beat Denver in it, and then you know the, the Bills got hammered in it by Dallas, which was the last one. But the whole ooh, I like it. So to your point on just the venue, this will be a major rotation. You know, this will be every six year or whatever they do now, uh, for sure. The fact that the Rams are in it is is interesting, of course, because well, let's just take the whole Super Bowl. So for fan base, you know, the Rams are kind of re-energizing what they had. I mean, they're old-time L.A. Rams fans, and, you know, they, in the day, played in many championship games, a lot of which they lost. I'm going way back, not only the 50s, but, my God, the 70s, they were always in it, um, but never made, you know, the Super Bowl those years. I'm, I'm, I'm rambling on here, but a lot of the, the Rams and the Chargers, uh, you know, need new fans, and, and so – this is interesting that, that the L.A. Rams have never won one. Obviously, you know that. The L.A. Rams. And needless to say, the Cincinnati Bengals have never won one. So in a season which, bringing this full circle, season which was nobody was unbelievably dominant, the teams we thought would be in it, and these aren't two of them, the Rams thought they would be, but not with Tom Brady and Aaron Rodgers standing over there. You really didn't give them – not much of a chance, but they weren't your first or second choice. And Cincinnati, of course, was nobody's choice. They're two number four seeds who won divisions, but in a season when no one was unbelievably dominant, Adam, as you know, it's kind of interesting that here division changed, but it's not the Chiefs. It's not the Bills. It's not Aaron Rodgers. Right. It's not Tom Brady. It's, but they're two really good teams who did, who've, who've earned it, building their rosters completely different ways fascinating if you will don't you think 
I think so, and I've referred to the Rams and how they've built it. So we had Les Snead, their GM, on last week on the show, Chris. It's the Ocean's Eleven approach. I mean, you know, I don't know if the movie – I don't know if they needed Andy Garcia, but, hey, you bring in Andy Garcia because you can bring in Andy Garcia. So I love the way – and we love the draft, and you hosted the draft for all those years, and it's exciting, and it's new, and it's fresh. When you can trade those draft picks for established stars, it's a lot of the NBA mentality in, in a lot of ways. I, I find this approach, you know, it, it was Ramsey, and then it was Stan. Stafford and, you know, here's Von Miller and here's Odell Beckham Jr. I mean, there's a lot of good stuff in that mix and getting big names who have all paid major dividends here in a positive way for these Rams. It's a different look. A lot of the GMs quietly in the league will say uh, it's, it's not sustainable. Uh, they're not necessarily wrong with salary cap, right? I mean, I, you know, you can't do this for have a, a core, even in this day and age, if they were young, you could for five to seven, which Cincinnati right. has a chance to do, right? And so this Rams is, is, is I love it, Ocean Ocean 11. I think I heard you say it last <laughs> week on the show. It was like, yeah, that's exactly <laughs> what it is. Most of the time, it doesn't work, right? Uh, it, look at other sports, baseball. It, it team, it, you know, the teams that win the offseason, football, Tampa was different last year. I, that, that's a different story. Um than what the Rams have done. Most of the time, it doesn't totally work, and then you have to disassemble it. So, in other words, the uh, the, the, the little put-together puzzle that you brought home, you better put it together pretty quickly or else you're <laughs> never going to do it, right? So, so but, and the Bengals have done it, and now this is a division coach that told me this in November, like, you know, another coach in their division, said, you know, if you finish that low, meaning poorly every year, you ought to eventually get it wasn't said in a bad way. Sooner or later, you're going to get a lot of these draft picks right. Now, many years they did not. But so it's it's two, what I've called it, your Ocean Eleven on two different, completely different flavors of ice cream in this Super Bowl, right? Completely different flavors. Uh, and which is fascinating. Um no, the Rams, I mean, look what the, and, and they've gotten them all to play. Well, winning, you know, makes it, quote, easier, right? Um, another name you didn't even mention, which, of course, you know, is well, I think he's going to have a big game is Leonard Floyd. I don't know why I feel yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. No, I get I just, that completely, Chris. Yeah, I love that. Um, but, you know, um, to beat Brady repeating when everyone was coming back, or, or, you know, uh, and, and to beat – Aaron Rodgers, who had who went out and did his own thing this year and was as superb as he's ever been, you have to assemble a team like this, you know. But it's funny. We're moving ahead past the game because I hadn't thought of this. Do you ask me this? So Tom's gone. We don't know yep. where Aaron's going to be. I don't even need to pre- predict. I'm not going to. I don't know. But let's say he's not there. Well, then that's the one and two seeds. The Dallas is three, and you never know which way the wind blows. They look great coming out of the tunnel, and then, you know, right? Um, so the Rams may. Now, we saw San Francisco is obviously very good. I can't believe Seattle won't if Russell stays. Won't. But there is plenty of room atop the NFC. So they may not have to be behemoths next year because the ones and two seeds aren't going to be that. Does that make sense? That's right. Um, it makes complete so, sense. Yeah, 100%. So, 
We'll see, but they haven't won this game yet either, you know, and, 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 and they got their hands full more than most people think, even though most people can name more than a half dozen Bengals, which is interesting because they're the Bengals, right? So I'll give you two <laughs> other Ram things before we go to the other side because I'm fascinated by Cincinnati. Me too. Um, uh, Matthew Stafford never complained in Detroit, Adam, right? Never. Yeah, you're right. right? You're right. Never, never complain going there. Never go you haven't won a playoff game. Did you see you was playing for um, And didn't complain on the way out. Big fan of his, the way he's handled himself, the way he plays. So maybe the Lions will win a Super Bowl a few minutes. I don't know. Um, and Eric Weddle, Whitworth's a great story, too. Eric Weddle on the beach. What a story. Uh, oh. And, and and now is he I think he had the most tackles in the championship game against the forty nine right and had the big play, yeah. right? Um so if the if if the Rams win, can you on Monday also declare that Ocean's Eleven was a great movie and uh, <laughs> that the, 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 the Lions and the San Diego Chargers won the Super Bowl? Just just Right, exactly. You know, yes. And those fan bases should should be fired up for for those guys without question. You make well, a great point about Stafford and Weddle. I, I I know Detroit is rooting for him. I, I know that for a fact. Why wouldn't they? Right. Handled everything with class. And look, even if he wins a Super Bowl with L.A., always going to have that history and that legacy with the Detroit Lions. Chris, you referenced the Bengals. I mean, I you went to an Ivy League school. I, I need I need some words. I need a thesaurus here. How do you describe <laughs> Joe Burrow? Ah, because he's um I don't want to say you know, we've read and Joe Montana was Joe Cool and you know Joe was one of my guys growing you know growing up. I mean, he's a personal friend and I witnessed it from start to my first Super Bowl was his was his first one. So I kind of, I don't know if this is the reincarnate, and I wouldn't put that on Joe Burrow. So thesaurus, <clears throat> I have him. I have a thesaurus. Don't worry. But so do I. Yeah, so, yeah, um, yeah. Um, how would I do? He, it, it's not so much, I'm trying to look for long words and sound, quote, intelligent. Um, uh, it's not so much. Or you could just use a two-letter word with it. He's got it, right, Chris? Yes, very, very good. Yeah, it, he, he, he's, he's scintillating, but not really. Not, not you know, Holmes, uh, that sort of scintillating. Um, he's, so we'll look for the word at the tail end of this. There is no question. He's changed the whole culture. This is the Bengals. They won a yeah. playoff game in 31 <laughs> years. They've never won a road playoff game. They held, and he didn't play defense. They held the Chiefs at three points in two different January games in the second half. Like, he, he got stacked nine times and, and got up again. And, and he, and they won. And, and so it, you're a while up more than the two letters you just gave. It's, it's a uh, Wheel of Fortune special. It, we solved it. See, we, we, we did it literally right there. Chris, you are the best, my friend. We appreciate the time. Keep up the amazing work, and we appreciate the nice words on the show, and we will definitely talk to you again real soon. Enjoy the Super Bowl. I look forward to it. I think it's a field goal game. Wouldn't it be fitting, Adam, 
the way these last two rounds of the playoffs have been to have a game like that. I, I kind of think the Rams by three, but I don't know. Let's just have a good one, you know, and somebody will win for the first time, whether it's Cincinnati, the L.A. Rams, Detroit, or San Diego. Nice being with you. <laughs> Live in Los Angeles, we have Megastar, friend of the program from the L.A. Chargers, Justin Herbert. Justin, Adam Shine, good to see you. Glad to be here. Thanks for having me. It's great to have you. And first and foremost, you got to tell us what you're doing with our good friends over at MetaQuest, too. Well, I've been excited to partner up with Meta and, and kind of uh, talk about this virtual reality headset that they've been able to unleash. And um, I got into it about a year and a half ago. And uh, you can play games. You can meet up with friends. You can do a whole bunch of things. Um, I, I've had a great time, and um, it's been super fun so far. Your rookie season was one for the ages. Your season this year was next level. People always say quarterbacks, coaches, year two for a QB, you take that next step. You understand what the NFL is all about. How did you take your game to that next level? Uh, I think a lot of hard work, um, you know, and I appreciate those kind words. And uh, our coaching staff, our, our quarterback room, all those guys, Joe Lombardi, Shane Day, we put in so much work this offseason. And, um, you know, we believe in the guys around us and, and the receivers, the tight ends, uh, the offensive line, the running backs. We've had a great supporting cast, and um, it's been an honor to be a part of this team. And still a lot of room for improvement, but uh, a lot to look forward to. So you say improvement. Obviously so close. There were moments this year where, frankly, I thought you guys were going to be in the mm -hmm. L.A. Super Bowl how do you guys take that next step next season? That's a great question. You know, and I think it starts with turnovers. I think 15 was too many this year. Um, you know, uh, I think we can always be better in the pocket. I can always step up, get the ball out quick, uh, really understand protections and get those dialed in and uh, to continue to learn the offense, uh, the ins and outs of it, because, I, you know, I think we've got a really uh, impressive offensive line. What's it like playing for Brandon Staley? It's awesome. Coach Staley came in immediately, and we knew how, how trustworthy he was, and uh, we respect him. Everyone wants to play for him, and, um, you know, he's a guy that you really want to fight for. Okay, and you say fight for. I mean, here's a guy who's always going for it on fourth down. And as an offensive player, as quarterback, team leader, you love that? Selfishly, as the quarterback, I want to be out there every fourth down. <laughs> Whether that's the smartest, smartest decision or not, that's not for me to make. But, uh, you know, I love that he believes in us because we believe in him. We believe in the defense as well. If we don't get it, we know that they're going out there and they're going to get a stop. How about the consistency in terms of the message where, you know, even if it's someone like me who could debate whether or not right move, you guys know, okay, this is the DNA. This is who we are. We did it in Arrowhead week three. Yep. This is what we're going to do, our identity with the Chargers. Everyone talks about it. Everyone communicates with it. Um, the defense, special teams, offense, we're all together. We play as a team, and, um, you know, we might not get it, but sometimes we're going to be able to get it, and it changes the game. And uh, Like you said, Kansas City, Cleveland, uh, it yeah. changed the game for us. And, and to be able to do that, to have those opportunities, um, you know, I think it's worth it. You know, you had such an amazing rapport with Keenan Allen, and I, I think he's such a great player, underrated. How did you guys develop that chemistry in such a short period of time? Keenan has, has been an absolute pleasure to work with. Uh, he's one of those guys that knows exactly what he's doing. He's been able to have so much success over the past decade or so um, and, and he's a professional and, and all the times that we've spent together thrown out on the field after practice before practice that's where the reps really matter you know going back to the Raiders game I I thought you guys were going to make the playoffs and make a run in the postseason you know obviously we know what mm -hmm. transpired if you guys were able to win 
or tie, you feel like you guys could have made a, a run this postseason? You know, we really believe in our team. We believe in the, the defense, the offense, the special teams, like I said earlier. And, um, you know, it's unfortunate the, the way it went down. But uh, a lot of strides were taken this year. And um, that's why the offseason is going to be big this year because we're going to all get together. We're going to have to get better um, because this year wasn't good enough. And so it's up to us to kind of make that correction and, and make it work. Did you think at the end, and I thought the whole tie conversation mm -hmm. was, was crazy the whole week leading up, but all right, at the end, I was thinking playing for the tie might have made a lot of sense. What were you thinking in moment? Um, you know, to start off the game, you want to win. You, you play to win the game. And, um, you know, it's unfortunate the way it went down. And unfortunately, we couldn't pull the win out. Um, I was rooting for the tie late in the game, maybe a missed field goal <laughs> or something. Um, but, you know, I, I'll ride with those guys every day and um, a lot to look forward to. Tough, to, tough ending for sure, um, but excited to get back out there. You know, you shredded your offense was amazing against the Cincinnati defense. So, you know, when you look back at, at that game and what transpired, you know, did you think that, you know, this was going to be a team with your Chargers mm -hmm. that could have been playing in the L.A. Super Bowl? Well, Cincinnati's got a really good defense. They, they've got some really good front seven guys, some DBs that really cover the ball well, and a couple linebackers that fly around. Um, and when you pair that up with a really, really good coaching staff, you get a good defense. Um, and so, I, unfortunately, we haven't been able to play the Rams this year. Um, but so I'm just looking forward to a good game because I know both defenses have, have really good defenses and offenses. So it'll be fun to watch. How about the fan support for you guys in Los Angeles where, you know, it's kind of that field of dreams. If you build it, they will come mentality. I love the smile right yeah. there. It's great. I mean, fun team to watch. You're playing great. You've got a lot of great players on offense and defense. What's it like been in terms of building that fan base for the Chargers in L.A.? It's been an honor so far. You know, the, the Chargers fans, they've shown up and, and we've felt their support. And, um, you know, as the season grew and as we continued to play, they showed up and, and they did everything they could to, to affect the game. Um, and so their support means the world to us. And I know as long as we keep working hard and we keep doing things right on and off the field, um, I think we'll be able to, to make a big impact on our community. All right. Well, we've been having everyone pick the Super Bowl by using these chains okay. right here. So you tell me, Justin, who, who you got on, on Super Bowl Sunday? Um, I don't know if I can quite make the predict prediction right now. I'm going to have to hold up both. Um, I, I think uh, the city of Los Angeles, <laughs> the city of Los Angeles is the true winner um, hosting such an incredible event. So uh, just hoping for a good game. I mean, that, that's what makes Justin so good. <laughs> Superstar defensive end from your Las Vegas Raiders, the greats. Max Crosby. It's so good to see you, man. Absolutely. It's been a while, man. Thank you for having me on. It's great to have you back on. And first and foremost, there's a lot I got to talk to you about. Okay. But tell me what you're doing with our good friends over at Reframe. Uh, you know, so Reframe, you know, they're the number one, number one sobriety app in the world. So, uh, you know, I'm all about my sobriety. Um, it's changed, you know, saved my life. So uh, partner with them. They do a great job, you know, having a community of people uh, to come together and uh, help stay sober. So they do, a, do an incredible job. This is obviously something that's super important to you and your life. And take us through how you were able to get sober and the daily challenges involved. Yeah, you know, there's a, a lot of things that contribute, you know, to my everyday sobriety. But, um, you know, I think the number one thing is just, um, you know, addressing and realizing you have a problem. Um, I feel like for a lot of people, you know, it takes them a long time to realize that they, you know, they need to make a change in their life. So for me, you know, luckily uh, at a young age, I realized that I, you know, had to get some help. And, you know, it's, it's been an incredible journey, you know, just taking it one day at a time and enjoying, enjoying my 24 hours every day. Well, I love to hear that. And you, you have done so many great things in terms of speaking to people and to kids. So just know how, how wonderful that is on, on so many levels. Max Crosby, of course, with Adam Shine, Shine on Sports, Man Dog Sports Radio, Sirius XM.
So I want to start with the Pro Bowl. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to tell you why I want to start with the Pro Bowl. <laughs> because my son, Theo, who's six years old, is obsessed with the Pro Bowl. Who the hell's obsessed with the Pro Bowl? So I'm flying to Los Angeles on Sunday, yeah. and he's he's texting me from my wife's phone, and you know he's all fired up about the Pro Bowl. Dad, Max Crosby was the defensive MVP player of the game for the Pro Bowl. Now, wasn't much defense played. I'm not gonna tell you I watched it, but what kind of honor is that? And what does it say about my son that he's watching the Pro Bowl? Yeah, big shout out to your son. You know, you know the Pro Bowl is not for everybody, <laughs> but at the end of the day, you know it's the best players in the world. So yeah, you know, out, when you're out there, you don't want to obviously don't want to hurt yourself and you don't want to hurt anybody else. But um, you know, a credit to Coach Marinelli, uh, one of the best D line coaches to ever do it. He uh, he stayed on me all week, you know, not taking any steps back. So once I got to the game, I knew uh, I wasn't going to be bull rushing anybody, but I was, you know, still going to work my moves and, you know, end the season the right way. What's the mentality, seriously, for a defensive player in the Pro Bowl? Because, you know, you don't want to embarrass yourself, but, you know, there's literally no defense being played. You don't want to get hurt, obviously. So, I, I, seriously, what are you thinking about that week, that day, and play to play? Yeah, you know, as a rusher, you know, there's there's ways to contribute to the game and help help your team win. So at the end of the day, I knew I wasn't going to be going extra and trying to hurt anybody, but I could still rush. You know, I could finesse rush. I could, you know, bat some balls down and do things like that. So, you know. I, you know, went out there, had some fun. So it was was a good time. That's awesome. Josh McDaniel, new head coach, obviously. Josh McDaniels for your Vegas Raiders. What was your reaction to Coach McDaniels being named in Vegas? Yeah, you know, uh, you know, obviously we have a ton of respect for Rich um, and what he helped, you know, help us accomplish this year. So, you know, I got to show a ton of respect to him. Um, He's an incredible, incredible person, incredible coach. Um, But, yeah, you know, Coach McDaniels, you know he uh, he's ha- he has an incredible track record. He won su- uh, six Super Bowls. You know, obviously with Brady, um, and he's done a lot of great things in this league. So obviously, you know, we've only talked a few times, but I'm looking forward to continuing to have those conversations. And you know, we want to win at the end of the day. So that's all that matters. And how about Patrick Graham as a defensive coordinator? I I thought that was a pretty tremendous coup and a great hire for your Raiders. Yeah, absolutely. You know, Patrick. Uh, Sorry, Patrick. Coach Graham, uh, we uh, we met in the pre pre draft process, so um, I was already a little bit familiar with him. But um, yeah, you know, we've had some great conversations already, and uh, he's 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 done a great job in this league. So you know, I'm 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 looking forward to working with him. I am such a huge fan of Derek Carr. I love having him on the show. I think he's a great player. I don't think he always gets the credits and he that he deserves and really richly deserves with you know, he's had to handle a lot of stuff through the years with with the Raiders. There's no question about that. Yeah. Uh, do you have you talked to him? Is he does he want to stay in Vegas? You get the sense he's energized by by the coaching hire. What what can you tell us about the future for my guy Derek Carr? Yeah, you know, anybody that knows Derek uh knows he wants to be a Raider. Um he said that numerous times. He was talking about retiring if he goes somewhere else. So, you know, he's very passionate about, you know, this fan base and this organization. So, you know, that would be a shock to me if he were to leave. But I I would never see that hap- happening personally. But, you know, you never know. It's a crazy business. Um, and at the end of the day, Derek is, you know, a super close friend of mine. Uh, he's an incredible teammate. 
um, an incredible quarterback. You know, the things he's been able to do um, with the certain circumstances is, um, you know, incredible. So I got a ton of respect for him, and, you know, I'm definitely looking forward to playing with him for, you know, as long as we possibly can. It's pretty amazing when you consider what you guys were able to accomplish this past year. I mean, you know, there was some real stuff that you guys had to, had to work through. What does it say about you, the locker room, what you guys were able to do in route to finding a way to somehow make the playoffs this season? Yeah, you know, uh, I think, <laughs> obviously, like you said, the adversity, all those things tie into it. Um, but that's where you got to give credit to Coach Basaccia, just holding everything together. Yeah. Um, that's just a, a testament to his leadership, um, the respect guys have for him, because, you know, things could have went the other way really fast um, if we didn't stay locked in and, and keep our eyes on that goal. So, yeah, you know, we took it one, you know, after that Chiefs game, that's when things really changed for us. It's like, okay, we could either just call it a season and get ready for next year and blow everything up, or we could make a statement. Um, we got blown out by the Chiefs in Kansas City. So we knew going into those last four games, it was playoff mode, you know, every single game. And, you know, guys stepped up to the table, and that's just credit to Coach Versace, credit to my teammates, um, just manning up and, uh, uh, you know, not backing down. Yeah, without question. And obviously, you guys make the playoffs. You take on Cincinnati, and oh. you, that was a hell of a game. I mean, you guys really, you know, worked your ass off. That was a, a tremendous, tremendous ball game. Very entertaining, very competitive, very close. You look at this Super Bowl coming up, and you have now faced these these Bengals a couple of times, regular oh. season, postseason. You know, looking at that matchup with what the Rams have on defense, going up against that offensive line. How can they potentially take advantage of that? Yeah, you know, uh, the Rams' front is incredible. When it's you ridiculous. have literally, yeah, two Hall of Famers, three Pro Bowlers on a one defensive line, uh, it's tough to block. Um, so at the end of the day, you know, if anybody was going to be able to counter that and beat it, it would be Joe Burrow. He's done it. He got sacked against the Titans nine, time, <laughs> nine times and still found a way to win. So, yeah, you know, he's a, he's a tough kid, and, he knows what he's doing before the play happens. You know, that's that's what makes him special. He's not overthinking anything, and he knows where he's going with the ball. So um, you got to give a ton of credit to him, and it's going to be an interesting matchup. You know, the Bengals got a lot of swag. Uh, they got a ton of confidence, and the Rams are, are loaded. So it's going to be a it's going to be a really good game. Slam that point home for us on Burrow because I like to say this: he leads the league in it. I mean, he just you know you knock him down, he gets back up. He's going to find a way to to kick butt, take names. What's it like going up against someone like Joe Burrow? Yeah, you know, he's, like I said, you know, he's he knows where he's going with the ball. Um, he has that veteran-type presence to him where he's not, he never really panics. Um, you know, you saw the Kansas City game. Um, they were struggling early, and he still kept it together, and they found a way to win. The Titans game, same thing. They got the ball back. They got the interception. They needed 20 yards. Boom, boom, got two passes right down the field. So, um, yeah, you know, he just... He doesn't panic, um, and, you know, he's a, he's a really good quarterback. So, you know, you got to give a ton of credit to him. How do you guys in Vegas get over the hump for next year? What do you guys need? You have the coach now. You have the defensive coordinator. How do you guys personnel, how do you make sure you get over that hump? Yeah, you know, I feel like we already have a ton of, ton of really good pieces already. Um, it's just adding to that. Um, we won 10 games this year. Um, we got some, some cornerstone guys. And, you know, we just have to continue to take step forward, you know, steps forward instead of steps backwards. And I feel like we'll be we'll be just fine. You're an amazing player. You're an amazing story, Max. Keep up the great work. And again, 
My son is all fired up. The the MVP on defense, defense in the Pro Bowl. I mean, says something about something. Max, you're the best, my yes, friend. Yes, sir. Thank you, brother. Hey, everyone. It's Howard Bender from the Andy Up podcast. Every weekday, Adam Ronis and I serve you up the picks, plays, and fantasy information needed to win your bets. You know, this isn't just your average sports betting show, though, for one very good reason. We won't tell you what to do unless we've already done it ourselves. That's right. We put our money where our mouths are, so we're just as invested in each bet as you are. Subscribe today wherever you get your podcasts or listen on the SXM app, free for most subscribers. My guy, the Hall of Fame running back, one of my all-time favorites, the great Marshall Falk. It's good to see you. Likewise, man. Likewise. It's always good. You notice that time of year? We, uh, you know, we, we convene and do all our pontificating about what's going to happen. A lot of pontificating. Right? A lot of pontificating. (laughs) Now, before we get into the big game, and obviously you're the perfect person to have on a football Friday before the Rams are in the Super Bowl because you know what it takes for the Rams to to win a championship. Tell us what you're doing with our good friends over at Maxim Bets. Yeah, Maxim Bets, um, they're here in L.A. to promote responsible betting, first of all. You know, if you're going to bet on sports and you're going to be in this world, you have to be responsible. A lot of people aren't responsible, and that's what they lead with. But um, uh, most more than anything, understanding that um, when you get into betting, be responsible. Mm-hmm. Set your budget. Do the right things. And um, if you're going to do the betting, do it with Maxim Bet. It's an extension of Maxim Magazine, and now they're getting into the uh, into the the gambling space as everyone is. Of course. And if you're a big magazine, you're a big entity. Provide those same customers that's your subscribers a place to go, and but teach them how to how to gamble responsibly. Absolutely. And you also joined us last year on behalf of your foundation and Drug Free World. Yes. So. Tell our listeners and tell me once again about this incredible cause. Yeah, Drug Free World is um, it, it's it's near and dear to me. You know, man, I grew up in a drug infested neighborhood, and um, uh, most of the time, the education about drugs is just not there. And people think of drugs; they think of only street drugs. They don't think of prescription drugs. And what we try to do is just to educate people. Um, all, if 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 you're on here and you have an issue or you know somebody with issues, DrugFreeWorld.org. We have free curriculum, free courses where you can learn and be educated on not just how to help someone else, but if you're the if you have the problem, how to help yourself and what you need to do to maybe turn your life around. So well said. I'm so glad that you're you know making yourself part of this, and the education is so important. I know how important it, it is, is man. to you. It is. Look, you you deserve a lot of credit for it. Seriously, it's it's a very important issue and a very important cause. Marshall Falk with Adam Shine, Football Friday, as you broadcast live in Los Angeles, California. All right, Marshall. You are the perfect guy to have on, <laughs> obviously. And not that I ever need a reason to talk football with Marshall Falk, but Rams are in the Super Bowl. Yeah. So this season, there have been highs. There have been a couple questions for L.A. down the stretch of the regular season. Postseason has been flawless and dominant. What was the moment maybe this year where you said, you know what? This Rams team could have the look of a champion. Um, man, let's see. I think the response uh, – to the team when when like Robert Woods went down like key component what a and, great take and 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 the team I mean he is 
a very huge part. He does a lot of dirty work. Yeah. And 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 I love Cooper Cup. We know we know what he can do. But being a complimentary receiver sometimes, um, it doesn't get a shine like like it should. And uh, I thought I was like, man, this is this the big is deal. Be, this is going to be dicey. The big deal. But the relationship between Stafford and OBJ really started to pick up, and it was it, 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 it's a dynamic of trust. OBJ was like, I can trust that he's going to throw me open and keep me safe. And Stafford was like, I can trust that he's going to make sure that this ball get caught by him or no one else is going to catch it. That dynamic, I think this team, and and, and let me let me I have to bring this dude up. Sony Michelle. Yeah. Sony yeah. Michelle coming in and doing what he did. You're all over this, Marshall. Henderson. Yep. He has injuries, inconsistent, and he held the fort down until Akers got back. And um, I, th- that that was huge for this team. You know, I, I've given Les Need a lot of credits for his Ocean's Eleven approach, <laughs> making the trades and bringing yeah. in the stars. I mean, why do you bring Andy Garcia into Ocean's Eleven? Because you can, right? You know, Sonny Michelle, former first-round pick. You know, yeah. he has a lot of talent. That doesn't get enough attention. I know. And what he meant, not only when Akers obviously went down, didn't play it down before Week 18. Yeah, I like Daryl Henderson. He got hurt. Yeah. Sony Michelle stepped in. He was a heck of a player for these LA Rams. Did a really good job in the run game and the passing game. I just I like I I like the pickup. I just didn't know how he was gonna fit with the team. Sure. And um he's he's actually been he's been not just uh serviceable, he's he's been the guy that, that's been responsible for, for winning games and, and how the run game has performed. I think he's done an excellent job. And you referenced This is jobs. crazy. We 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 get to the Super Bowl and we all of a sudden start talking about running backs and running game. You say that with such amazing sarcasm and a little disdain in your voice. I just it it's like why when we get why when we get to Super Bowl and you ask, they don't talk about the quarterback throwing for four hundred yards. It's whoever runs the football more. But I'm glad you said that, and I love that coming from your Hall of Fame perspective because you still, and I will always argue this, you need to run to win. You have to. You have to run to win. And it's interesting. Sean McVay said something earlier this week. I want to get your take on it. And you mentioned Michelle. He said he might have a three-headed monster on Super Bowl Sunday. I'm a little skeptical on that. I think that might have been just coach speak during the week. I think the most talented dude for Sunday is Cam Akers. I know he had those fumbles, but he obviously, after the injury, he's now healthy. He's now fresh. How do you think uh, McVay should utilize the run in general and specifically his running backs? Um, controlling the ball. Uh, here's the thing, and, and, and I, I'm, I'm going to take you back to a game. San Francisco, Green Bay. If Green Bay was able to run the ball against San Francisco, they win that game. You're right. They could not control the clock. You're right. They You're had right. to throw, and things <clears throat> things happen when you have to throw. Anything could happen, and and that's what that's that's exactly what happened. And when the Rams, let, let's say when they lost in, in Week 18 to the 49ers, the 49ers ran the football, and then the the, the script got flipped in the NFC Championship game. The Rams were the dominant on the offense and defense of LOS, and there you have it. They ran the football and. It, 
he he understands what he got away from in the Super Bowl against New England, and I don't think it's going to happen again. How about the impact on Super Bowl Sunday for Joe Mixon, who I think is just an absolute stud in a top five back? Huge. I'm telling you right now, if you look at the nine sacks that they gave up against the Titans, and if this Rams defensive line, and they are hunters, they go after the quarterback, they pin their ears back, and they don't respect the running game, this could be a huge mistake. You have to give this. He's a big, strong back with breakaway speed. Now, you reference, you know, the offensive line for Cincinnati's been poor. And listen, Aaron Donald to me is an all-timer. Oh, yeah. One of the greatest, if not the greatest, defensive players of all time. Um, on his way to be. I, I, I can't put him up there with guys who are finished products I, on his way to be. So you need this, a little more. I'm just saying it's, yeah. not, it's not need a little more. The it's resume, the, right. Yeah, exactly. The body of work. Exactly. Like, let's, let's wait to the end of the day and then, and then mention him, you know, with, with the Reggie Whites and the Bruce Smiths and the Warren Saps. You know, let's wait to, before we say this is that. What does a championship mean for a legacy like that? Oh, it's huge. It's huge. It's, it's on the line, and he knows it. I, I don't know if you, you, you heard, um, after, after they kicked the field goal, they were getting ready to kick off to the 49ers, and he grabbed everybody. I love that. that oh, you, you could it's hear, incredible. You could hear, it was, here's what he was saying. I have put my butt on the line for you guys so many times. I'm going out there to get this done. I need to know who's with me. That's that, that's all I heard. Marshall, that speech was an all-timer. Yeah. Seriously. And by the way, it literally did rally the truth. Oh, yeah. That Because he doesn't do that often. He's not one of those in-your-face, rah-rah guys. It's Aaron Donald. Yeah. And when he said, hey, I've carried you. I need your help. All right. Not his words, but that's what that's, he was saying. Yes, that's what he was saying. That's a message that gets received by his teammates. Exactly. Exactly. It's like it's you you want to show up for this guy whom has shown up for you time and time again. I um that that right there, you know, we we don't get to see what kind of leaders people are right. when you're not in the locker room. But man, I was like I want to be in the locker room with that dude. <laughs> I want to be in the locker room with that dude, man. Uh, it's pretty sweet. Who do you who are you picking to win the Super Bowl? Are you going with the Rams? Yeah, I'm going with the Rams. I like the I, I take the Rams. I'll give up the four, and I take the over actually. Oh, so we got the Rams. I think there's going to be some scoring. cover. Yeah, and the over. Yeah. Who's the MVP? Uh, it, it's Stafford. Stafford. Yeah. You know, it, I, I want to say Cooper Cup, but it's not like. Although he can throw every ball to Cooper Cup, it seems like he did this year, but he's going to throw it to other people, and the quarterback always gets the love. We talk legacy for Aaron Donald. How about the legacy in terms of a defining moment for Matthew Stafford on Sunday? I think for, for Matthew Stafford, for Les Snead, yep. <laughs> for Sean McVay, um, think, think Adam, like at the beginning of the trade, Detroit won. When the trade was made, Detroit won. Tell me why. Picks. And the guy who's won playoff games and been to the Super Bowl. That's interesting. See, for me, when they made the trade, I said Rams going to the Super Bowl. But no. you, you could certainly sell that from a, a Detroit standpoint. I, I'm just, I'm yeah. just saying. Okay. When you look at it, yeah, I can't argue that because here's what we didn't know. Here's what we did not know: was it Detroit or was it Matthew Staff? That's a great point. We did not know that. You needed to see it. We needed to see you it. Needed to see and it. here's and here and this was the thing. Beginning of the season, okay, we've seen this before. Middle of the season, okay, we've seen this before. 
the pick six has started. Yep. That's the Matthew Stafford we know. What we had never seen was the guy who showed up in the playoffs. I'd never seen him. No, 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 no. I'd never seen him. And I'm going to tell you what I, never, what, I, what I hadn't seen even in the playoffs was the guy in the fourth quarter against San Francisco. That guy in those throws, I was like, wow. That's a different level for Stafford. Yes. Yes. And, 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 and the I, Detroit I think, point is so fascinating yeah. to me. Now, now, they win. This Super Bowl is won by the Rams. No question about it. Oh, the conversation's it. over. Done. It never even happened Done. before. It's a whole different way you view Matthew Stafford for the rest of his, his NFL life. Yeah. Yeah, because the Buffalo Bills, they would give up as many picks as possible to win one of those four Super Bowls. <laughs> you, you know what I'm saying? Like, I do. It's, I it's do. Hard, it's hard to get here. It's even harder to win when you get here. So, yeah, man, it's, this, is, this is defining. That's why we love our guy, Marshall Falk, the Hall of Famer. As always, we appreciate the time. Thanks, man. Always a pleasure. My guy, the Hall of Famer. He is a TV star, podcast star, and he's here on behalf of Nationwide. My guy, the great Chris Carter. And what's going on, man? It's good to see you, man. You got to tell us what you. you're doing with our friends over at Nationwide. Well, for one, the National Football League, um, I've lived a very, very charmed life. Been associated with the league since 1987, um, five straight decades, playing 16 years with the broadcast partners, 18 years, and then the last couple years at the league office, um, working with the players, working with some programs that we have. But no program is more important than the Walter Payton Man of the Year. If you look at the what are the things players talk about they want to win outside of the MVP, this is the most prestigious. Why? Because the, rela- the relationship with Nationwide and the spotlight that Nationwide and the NFL have put on our players and what they're doing off the field. Um, they realized it was very, very special, need to be highlighted, and you can see that. We got 32 nominees from each team. The spirit behind the award, his family um, is still involved. Jarrett, um, we did a, a, a Zoom, uh, no, a chalk talk last night with Jerome Bettis and some of the other executives at Nationwide. So for me, I'm very, very fortunate being the first winner of the recipient to mm. continue to tell people that. When you look over the last two years, what we're going through as a country, um, as a society, as a world, um, as a race, um, it was at its worst. You're right. And if you look at our players right. and our programs and what they did, they were at their best. They're, they were at their best, and I think that should be recognized. Oh, I love that, and very well said on, on your part. And you're right with all the players in the NFL, mm-hmm. a lot of the players in the NFL who really do some wonderful things in the community. It's very well said. Chris, I could listen to you talk football all day long. I specifically could listen to you talk about the wide receiver position. I want to start with Cooper Cup Mm -hmm. because watching him play this year, I don't think it's exaggeration to call this an all-time great season when you consider what he was able to do, not only with the stats, but also the feel, the route running, how Mm -hmm. tough, how clutch he was. How do you describe what Cooper Cup has accomplished this season? Well, first of all, people should know it's definitely one of the top five seasons ever. And I think that Cooper Cup, and um, I'm going to say this, I'll try to say it delicately, but because he's not the traditional um, African-American blazing speed, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. uh, people try to discredit what he's doing. You're right. And... As a student of wide receivers, he's freaking incredible. Like his overall route running ability, 
is exceptional. His releases off the line of scrimmage are exceptional. His brain for football is exceptional. 6.30, breakfast club. He's meeting with the quarterbacks. That's no wide receiver. You've been talking to us for 30 years. What? That's, that's, no, that's no wide receiver. That's extra, extra special. As an athlete, oh, an elite athlete now, the kid can run. <laughs> Got great quickness and is tough. You see him getting tough yards. You see him running with the ball in the backfield. And, and those just things need to be acknowledged. But definitely one of the top five seasons ever put together. And, you know, behind the scenes, when they still had Robert Woods healthy, yeah. um, Jalen Ramsey was talking on the phone with OBJ. And OBJ was like, man, you guys got enough receivers. You guys are stacked at receiver. And Jalen goes into the wide receiver room, hands the phone to Cooper Cup. And, and like, hey, OBJ is here. And Cooper Cup's like, man, you need to come here. It's amazing. Like that right there, you, you just No ego wants to win. And and it's it's amazing, and he's putting up these numbers, and right. I think that's a great anecdote, Chris, in, in reference to Odell, and to how Odell has stepped in, and say what you want about what happened in Cleveland mm-hmm. or even the Giants, Beckham has been right. remarkable as a teammate. He's been remarkable. I mean, a stud during these playoff games, and I think Odell Beckham Jr. is primed to have a huge Super Bowl Sunday. And Cooper Cup being so welcoming, I think he deserves credit. I'm stunned how seamless it's been for Odell. Are you surprised? Well, this is the thing. You've you've watched the whole Odell train. Like you were there the day of the catch, the oh, day yeah. after the yeah. catch. Yeah. And you've been seeing what's happened to one of the great athletes we've seen play the game. And uh, you've been consistent. We haven't always been happy with him. You know, on and off the field. He didn't live up to to the type of ability that he had. But the overall humility, you see the change in him, and you have to be able to give him credit. But if you're going to give him single coverage, which he's been getting because of Cooper Cup and some of the other things, Sean McVay, man, you are really, really on a slippery, slippery slope. But, you know, we should talk about more of our players that develop because, no, they don't all get it right. Chris Carter didn't get it all right but they stay in the league, it's a great um, point. and then eventually they end up growing up, and that's what you're able to see with OBJ. Well, you referenced McVay, and I think McVay's part of this. I think Stafford's part of this. You know, how do these guys help put their receivers in the right position? Especially, you think what Beckham's done in a short period of time is such a credit to Odell. To your point, he's changed. But McVay's offense, the pressure they put on mm-hmm. an opposition's defense – what stands out when you look at Sean McVay? He puts so much stress on the defense every single play. Yeah. You know, there's a lot of coaches say, hey, defend every blade of grass. Well, you better with the Rams. I mean, they attack every area, vertically, um, all parts of the field, um, horizontally, speed sweeps, the motion. They, they, they very seldom ever line up in a formation and run the play from that formation. So, for me, if I, I always like to look at who in the game, not only as players, but systematically, if I was playing the game, that's the system that I would want to be playing in. Wow. I mean, f- coming from you, that speaks volumes. There's mismatches all over the field. Like, the defense can never be right. And if you just sprinkle in some running, and that's the only way the Bengals are going to be. If the Rams forget to run the ball, 
Mixon can run the ball. That's one of the way that the Bengals, um, if you look at how the, how can they win the game, that's one of the recipes to them winning. I agree with that. I want to get into Jamar Chase with you. Chris Carter, of mm-hmm. course, Hall of Fame wide receiver, our guest, Shine on Sports, Adam Shine, as we broadcast live from Los Angeles. You know, Jamar Chase is is a freak. And, you know, that rapport that he has, the built-in chemistry with Joe Burrow, mm-hmm. you know, it's funny. I was talking to Justin Jefferson earlier this week, and obviously they're all friends from LSU. And I started to ask him, you know, how he felt when Shamar was drafted by Cincinnati. I said, ah, damn, I was livid. I was so, you know, I was pissed. He said, you know, I have this unbelievable rookie season, arguably the greatest rookie season ever in the history of the NFL at the receiver position. Right. And I knew Jamar was going to be better. Because he had that built-in chemistry, which is so special mm-hmm. with Joe Burrow. It, it, it really is. The, the One of the things I haven't heard any of the national media or people talk about is one thing is placement in this league. Um, I'm sitting here looking. I got some friends in the, that are working. Um, I just saw Warren Moon, Andre Reed. I got Marshall Falk here. You're talking about guys with ridiculous ability. 90 per, 99% of even the guys with gold jackets – like we need a system. Of course, of like course. Like we need a system to 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 play in, and inside that system, like as a wide receiver, you you need a quarterback, and he's fortunate enough that the system is Zach Taylor, the head coach. He's got a good system. Yep. He's got a transcendent talent, you know, in Joe Burrows, and there's a guy that coaches Jamar. His name's Troy Walters. This guy, he was the he was a backup wide receiver for a number of years in the NFL. He backed up four Hall of Famers, myself, Randy Moss, uh, Reggie Wayne, who would be a Hall of Famer, and Marvin Harrison in his days in Minnesota. And an unbelievable coach this guy gets. Everyone's talking about, oh, he went with Joe Burrow, Joe Burrow, Joe Burrow. Behind the scenes. Such a great point, Chris. Belitnikoff winner at Stanford. Brilliant guy. No one said, oh, man, how? That's how you see magic. Yes, LSU, they develop great receivers. Yes, the receivers coming into the game are better than ever. But every horse needs a course. (laughs) And that's what Cincinnati gave them. How about T. Higgins on the other side? I mean, kind of lost in the galaxy here of receivers in this Mm -hmm. game. I mean, Chris, I kind of look at T. Higgins. I say, there's a guy who kind of has it all at the wide receiver position. Yeah, absolutely. And I think the Rams are going to – if people say, well, what are they going to do to slow down Jamar? I said, double cover him, play cover two, and put Jalen Ramsey on T. Higgins and, and see what he's made of. Make the game that. I don't, because I don't think the Bengals are going to That's throw, interesting. Are going to throw too much if they have that one-on-one matchup. But that's the way I think it's going to go. I wouldn't have Jalen um, uh, chase, chase all around the field. Because you can get lost in, in one mistake. You can give up a big play. I play a lot of zone and then C.T. Higgins because his overall route running has really, really developed and his yards after the catch. He wasn't great after the catch his first year, year and a half in the league, and he's gotten so much better. You referenced Mixon before, and I think he's a big X factor and big key. He's a top five running back, in my opinion, Mm -hmm. in the NFL. I think Mm -hmm. he's a little even underrated, if that's possible. If you're Zach Taylor on Super Bowl Sunday – how much, take me through that that ratio, the game plan, how much you're going to pass, how much you're going to run if you're going to win this Super Bowl? Well, there's 75 plays in a game, typically for the offense. What's the probability if Joe Burrow throws 45 times, okay, our chance to win against Aaron Donald, that internal matchup? Not good. Yeah, not good. Okay, what if he throws 40 
35. I feel a lot better. What about 30 to 35? Oh, I'm feeling a lot better. We got to do something with Adam with them other 40 play. That's right. That's right. And Joe Mixon, right. 25 of them, throw it to him. The screen game out of the backfield because Cincinnati has a really good one. That's how you slow down that rush. But he's got to have 15 to 18 rushes. I think um, I don't have my statistician. I don't have my, 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 my people with me now, but I think Cincinnati, Joe Mixon, when they rush for 100 yards, the Bengals are 7-1 this year. Isn't that an amazing stat? Yeah. So if that is the number, like, that's the most significant thing that I see going into the game. I want to ask you about the Vikings and their head coaching situation. You know, I thought it was going to be Harbaugh. Mm -hmm. I I thought it was all set up for Jim Harbaugh Mm -hmm. to be the guy. Right. What were you thinking? What happened? I'm so fond of the Vikings because just everything that they've meant throughout my career and everything that they've supported me, um, I felt the total opposite way. I didn't think Harbaugh, uh, that that was the guy. And the reason why is why would you come to the NFC North and not go to Chicago? And I know some people behind the scenes, there, were maybe, there might have been a call from Harbaugh to Chicago and they didn't have an interest, um, especially after seeing what his contract demands were. Um, on National Signing Day, with all the other opportunities out there, all the coaches that are sitting there waiting, all the kids that have committed to your school, you're out interviewing with the NFL team. I mean, that's just not what responsible people do. Now, if you want to coach football, you're, you're a great football coach. You, have, you were a really good football coach in the NFL. But to me, there's just a way about doing things. And um, I think because they made him take the pay cut at Michigan, um, that made him look to pro football. And then there was a number of years ago when um, the Colts were talking about getting him. They had Andrew Luck. And I was like, if you don't leave Michigan to go to Colts right, with Andrew right, Luck, right. you're going to come with Kirk Cousins on a one-year. <laughs> like, that's what you're getting ready to do. To me, it didn't seem like it. I just think it was a little more he wanted to go to Chicago, couldn't go there, and then he wants a raise from Michigan, so he had to get the Vikings involved. Um, I think we have one of the bright. Um, coaches, and I'm looking forward to seeing what he does with the personnel that he has. With Kevin O'Connell, I can't wait mm-hmm. to see it. Chris, you're the best. Always great chopping it up with you, and we'll see you again real soon. Greatly appreciate it. I hope more, more people put more attention on our players. Um, the NFL is doing great things, and the people at Nationwide are really, really putting a microscope on the great things these guys are doing in 32 different cities. Thank you for listening to another incredible episode of the Adam Shine Podcast. Chris Berman, Justin Herbert, Max Crosby, Marshall Falk, Chris Carter. What a fantastic time at Radio Row. Thanks to our listeners on Sirius XM, our listeners on Pandora, listeners on Apple Podcasts, and with Stitcher. We record the Adam Shine Podcast all year round, so please hit the subscribe button so you don't miss an episode. You can always catch me every weekday on my Sirius XM show, Shine on Sports, which airs from 9 a.m. to noon Eastern on Sirius XM Man Dog Sports Radio Channel 82. Thanks for listening. Talk to you soon. The Adam Shine Podcast is part of the SiriusXM Podcast Network. The executive producer of the Adam Shine Podcast, the great Bob Stew. The associate producer, Chris Tyler and Andrew Emmer. Sound design by my guy, Robert Moore. And special thanks to SiriusXM Senior, Vice President of Sports Programming and Podcasting, the iconic Steve Cohen. SiriusXM Podcasts. 
At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every basket, every game, every point, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a three-pointer at the buzzer to tie the game or a player that goes two for two at the foul line. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only. Must be present in Virginia. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.